Welcome to the Gay Pro Podcast. I'm so glad that you're listening today. Oh, it's going to be such an amazing day. You know, typically a typical podcast would have like a specialized intro, like all edited up and all that good stuff. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have enough time to do that. So, but I know Jesus is here on this podcast and he more than makes up for it. At some point though, we will have an intro edited and we'll have a, we'll have it all professional. But to start out, it's just going to have to be like this. But it's cool because it's real, it's unedited and here we go. So I'm going to start us out in prayer. Now I do encourage you, you're probably listening to this from your bedroom, from your driving, you're doing dishes right because you're super busy or to all my boys out there y'all probably playing video games right now listen to this podcast well that's i right. i'd rather you listen to this podcast than something else to the girls i don't know what y'all do but anyways let's get started i'm gonna start us out in prayer and then we're gonna roll out father god i pray for today Father God, I pray for this podcast. I thank you that it's not, it. while my name is on the podcast, Father, that it be you working through the podcast. Father, that it, you, that it be you working through my lips. God, I'm asking you to speak through me today, to give the listener, to give the hearer exactly what they need to hear today. In Jesus' mighty name. Father God, let it not be me today. Let it be you speaking through me to them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. What we're talking about today is this title, God has made you accepted, part one. Again, I'll say that. God has made you accepted, part one. And we're starting out our series about being accepted into God's love, about being accepted into God's family, into God's covenant. And this topic is so, so, so important, especially for all my new Christians, or maybe maybe even you've already been a Christian. This topic is so, so important because in our lives, every single day, we face this thing called rejection. We face this thing called People rejecting who we are, rejecting what we can bring them, rejecting what we can do, right? Every single day, whether it's teachers, families, parents, friends, uh, <laughs> there's somebody out there that doesn't always believe in you. There's somebody out there that you can't always count on, right? And But I want to encourage you today, wherever you are listening to the sound of this podcast, that God accepts you into his beloved. So turn with me to Ephesians chapter one, if you can. If you're driving, I expect you not to go in your Bible. But if you can, go grab a Bible, go grab a notebook. We really treat these podcasts as learning opportunities. Every single time you open up the Bible, it's an opportunity to hear from God. Again, this podcast is not about what Gabe can tell you. This podcast is about what God can say through his word. We're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter one. I love this so much. Ephesians chapter one, and we're going to be starting out in verse four. You know, actually we'll start out in verse three. You know, something I love so much about Ephesians is it so highly represents who you are in Christ, especially to my new believers. I say, start reading in John, but I also like to say, start reading in Ephesians because it, it, it so represents who you are in Christ. There's a very important reason why we read the new Testament, especially as new Christians. It's because the Bible is split up into three parts. The first part of the Bible, the old Testament was written to the Jews. And while we can still learn from it, we can still glean things from it and learn about the covenant of God that he made with the Jews, it's important to see that he was writing to the Jews. In the four gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus was speaking to, to Jews again, but he was speaking to those who hadn't yet believed on the gospel because he hadn't yet died and risen again. Now, while Jesus's words are, of course, important and they, they hold true to us today, of course, um, and we can still hold them as if he was speaking to us, it's important to always see his audience. But my final point is the New Testament after the four gospels. So after Acts as well, but Romans, uh, Romans and Ephesians, Galatians, Colossians, the epistles that Paul wrote to the church are are letters written to the church. What that means is these letters are written to you and me directly, uh, to the believers in, in Ephesians, to the believers in Galatia, to the believers in Rome. What that means is these letters were written, inspired by the Holy Spirit through the hand of Paul to believers all across the world. And so going into that now, that's reading Ephesians chapter one and verse three. And before I say this, I want you to say this with me. God's word is speaking to me today. Say that again with me. God's word 
is speaking to me today. Every time we hear scripture, every time we hear God speaking, it's important to open up our heart. You see, the Bible says that if any man have ears to hear, let him hear, Jesus said in Mark chapter four. The reality is that you can listen to this podcast for a hundred million hours, but if you don't pay attention and if you don't open up your heart, it won't change your life. But if you will listen to just 10 minutes of this word of God, if you will listen to just 10 minutes of this podcast with your heart open, I guarantee you will grow from it. So starting out in Ephesians chapter one and verse three, says this, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. (laughs) I love that. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Read that scripture again with, with me out loud. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Every time you read in the Bible, in Christ, I want you to recognize that that is who you are in Christ. Anything that you read in the Bible, and when it says you have it in Christ, you have it. So when the Bible says that you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, that is the truth. It may not look like you know God. It may not look like you know everything of God. It may not look like you have all the spiritual blessings. It may not look like you have all the spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But let me tell you, in Christ, you do. Let's read on to verse verse four now according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And then in verse five, having predestinated us. Now that's a long word. What that means is God having thought before about us, God having planned before about us. Now watch this, unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Then in verse six, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, reading in verse seven, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Woo, I love that scripture so much. Now we're gonna be going over a couple things here. First of all, I wanna emphasize the word adoption. If you look back in Ephesians chapter one and verse five, it says, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Each one of us, we have a mom and a dad, whether they're married, whether they're not married, right? We were all born. Our mom and our dad came together. And one day, nine months later, after they came together, we popped out the womb. And here we are with our last name. My last name is Perot. My dad's last name is Perot. My mom's last name is Perot. Everything that Gabe is in the physical realm, my whole body is made up of the DNA of my mother and my father combined. I am nothing without my mother and my father. And as soon as I was born, I was born into the Perot family. And every single part of my physical body is part of the DNA that I was given from my father and from my mother. But I want you to notice this. When someone is adopted, think about this. When someone is adopted, let's say they were thrown out onto the streets. They were put into an adoption house. They have no parents and they're 10 years old and they're brought into a new family. When that child is brought into a new family, that child who most likely doesn't even have a last name, most likely doesn't have clothes on his back, most likely doesn't have the resources, the money, the funds to do anything in life. That child is brought into a house. That child is brought into a family. What is the first step that happens? Well, first of all, the papers, the legal, the legality of the adoption happens. What does that mean? He takes the last name of the family. So for example, if your name was Mark, uh, let's say you didn't have a last name because you were, you were an orphan. If your name was Mark blank 
and you were brought into a family with the last name of Johnson, you would now be called Mark Johnson. And everything that Mark is would be Johnson as well. So as much as Mark is, so is he Johnson. Now, I want to show you this example now. Um, as soon as that Mark is brought into the new family, Mark may not have had money before. Mark may not have had to be able to do life before. Mark may not have been able to succeed before. Mark may not be able to have confidence before because he had nothing. But as soon as Mark is brought into the family of the Johnsons, and the Johnsons, let's say, for example, the Johnsons are multimillionaires. They have a huge house. They're able to give him the resources, the love that he needs so badly in his life. As soon as Mark is adopted into that family, everything changes. Everything changes. Now, it might not happen right away. It might not look different right away, but his last name is now Johnson. Let me tell you, if Mark, <laughs> Mark's, Mark Johnson's, everything that he has, his father, everything Mark Johnson's father has, Mark has. Now, you may say, but wasn't Mark an orphan? Wasn't Mark nothing? Wasn't Mark, uh, couldn't Mark do nothing? Yes, that's what it used to be. But as soon as Mark was adopted, as soon as Mark was brought into the family, he now has everything that the Johnsons have. What does this mean for your life? What does this mean according to what the Bible says? The Bible describes, remember how we talk about in 1 Thessalonians, us as spirits. What that means is your heart, who you are on the inside is who you really are. Sure, you have a body. Sure, you, you live on this earth, but your body is just a suit, just like a hand were to go into a glove. So your spirit or your heart, who you are on the inside, that same part of you that wants to listen to this podcast, that watches the YouTube live streams, that listens to the TikToks, that praises God. Do you guys ever feel that, that, that bubbly feeling in your heart when you pray that salvation prayer, right? Remember when you first prayed that? And so many people commented, they said, I feel so bubbly on the inside. Or you ever be listening to Waymaker and you're just worshiping and it's just such an amazing feeling. Do you know what that feeling is? That's a spiritual feeling. That's your spirit. Say that with me, my spirit. Everyone say that again with me, my spirit. <laughs> say it out loud again, my spirit. So the truth is that our spirit, that is how we connect to God. But every single one of us, the Bible says in Romans chapter six, that all have fallen, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What that means is every single one of us has become an orphan because of our sin. We've been outcast from the house of God because of our sin. Or at least we used to be, not now, but you get my point. Before we, before we are made into the family of God, we were an orphan. That is why salvation is so important. That is why giving your life to Jesus is so important because without, without giving your life to Christ, you cannot come into the household of God. You cannot come into the family of God. But we have all been an orphan because of our sin. We've all been an orphan because of our mistake. Because of our choice, we left the house of God. But I want you to notice this. When the Bible says now in verse 4, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Watch this now in verse five, having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. I want you to learn this. I want you to know this on the inside, just like Mark Johnson, who was an orphan before, was now made into the Johnson family. Just like Mark, who had nothing before, now has everything that the Johnson family has. You, who are dealing with sin, you who are dealing with sickness, you who are dealing with separation from God, with shame, with guilt, with pain in your life. You had nothing. You were just like Mark. As soon as you choose to go through the door of Jesus, to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, right? According to Romans 10, you are now adopted into the family of Christ. 
Again, I'll say that as soon as you believe on Jesus, you have now been adopted into the family of God. No longer are you rejected. No longer have you been denied. No longer, no longer are you just on your own. No longer do you have to pay the penalty of your sin because you have been adopted. Say that with me. I have been adopted. Say that again. I have been adopted. That is the truth. You know, there's this thing, there's people use this term. They say self-confidence. I don't like that term self-confidence because it, it, it says that you can be confident in yourself. Let me tell you what you should be confident in. You should be confident in what God says. I call it God confidence. Be confident that God has adopted you. In verse five, it says, he has chosen you to be adopted of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. That means father God, I love to call him that father God. You know, it's important that we don't just say God. It's important we say father God, father God. He's a father. Jesus didn't die on the cross to get Christians. He died on the cross to make family. Father God wants family. Father God saw you a hundred miles away and he said, I will adopt him. I will take him in. When no one else will take him in, I will take him in. When no one else will say yes to him, I will say yes to him. When no one else will give him anything, I will give him, I will give him who I am. That is why the Bible says in Ephesians chapter one and verse four, he has chosen you. And then in verse five, it says he has adopted you by Jesus Christ to himself. This truth is so important. You know, I'm getting so excited sharing this with you because this truth is what will set you free from the bullies. This truth is what will set you free from the cancel culture. This truth is what will set you free from how people bring you down, how people tell you you're not enough, how people tell you that you could, you can never do it, how people tell you that you're not good enough. Knowing that God has adopted you, knowing that God has chosen you, the same God that created the skies, the same God that created the earth, the same God that created the grass and the trees and the, and the whole universe says that you are his. You do not need man to approve you. You do not need family members to approve you. You do not even need friends to approve you. While those things are nice, while those things feel good in the moment, you do not need those. All you need is the recognition of God. All you need is the approval of one person and his name is Jesus. And let me tell you, you have his love. You have his exception. You have his, you have his acceptance. You have his, his adoption. You have his family. You have his house. Say this with me. I am in the house of my father. Let's all say that again. I am in the house of my father. And you know, this is the truth that sets you free. And I encourage you, uh, if you haven't yet shared these podcasts with a friend, I encourage you to share these podcasts with a friend. Share the YouTube live streams with a friend. Just hit the share button on this podcast link. Uh, if you click the, the bottom right symbol, it says the square and then the arrow plus. I encourage you, share this to somebody because you never know when it could change their life. You know, you won't lose anything if you send them a podcast. The only thing they could do is listen to it. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm talking about, by the way, thank you for sharing it. It, it helps so many people. What I'm talking about, here to, to, to talk about all these things is, is to really reveal God's heart for you. And when you know God's heart, what man says doesn't matter anymore. What that girl, how that girl denies you, how that boy denies you, what your, even if your mom maybe denies you, maybe your dad left you, maybe your mom left you, maybe you feel like you're not loved by your parents or you're not loved by, by your friends or your family or your school or your teachers or your parents. Let me tell you, you can be loved by God. You can know that God has your back. And so when it says in Ephesians chapter one, that God has chosen you unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. You can be confident in that. God looks past the millions of people. God looks past the billions of people and he sees you. When God created the skies and the universe, all those things are great, but really God thought to himself and said, I will create him. I will create her. That is who is special to God. You are special to God. 
You are special to God. You are so special to God. Say that with me. I am special to God. (laughs) Now say this with me. God, you are special to me. Say that with me again. God, you are special to me. What's so amazing, this topic that we're talking about, being adopted into the family of God, something happens when you start focusing on God's love for you. Have you ever been sitting in class and someone hands you a note and it's the girl uh, five seats behind you and she says that you're cute? And maybe you've never developed feelings for this girl. You never really liked her. You never simped for her, so to speak, right? All of a sudden you start simping for her. Why? Because as soon as you found out she liked you, you started to like her back. Let me tell you, God wants relationship with you. Jesus wants relationship with you. This Christian life is not about going to church once a week. It's not about living a part-time life with God. God wants to be in a relationship with you. God wants to know you one-on-one. And as you're hearing these, these verses about God's love for you, I believe that you will start loving him back. That just like we know God is that we are something special to God, all of a sudden we can start treating God like he's somebody special to us. Say this with me, I have been adopted. Say it again, I have been adopted. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't yet given your life to Jesus and you want to be brought into the family of God, it's so easy. In fact, everyone just pray this with me no matter what because I never know who's listening to this podcast. Say these words with me. Father God, I thank you that Jesus paid the price of my sins. Jesus, you are Lord. I repent of my sins. I give you my life. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm so excited because I know somebody out there, you just gave your life to Jesus. It's so, so, so important. Turn with me now to Romans chapter eight, and we're almost done with the podcast. By the way, great job listening to this. Most people can't sit through a 20 minute podcast, but you have so far. So way to go. Great job. We're going to be looking at Romans chapter eight and verse 15. Romans chapter eight and verse 15. And I kind of want to emphasize so many of us, we think that We have to be perfect for God to accept us. We have to be perfect for God to bring us into his house. But the truth is that that's that's just not true. You see, the Bible says that all have fallen short of the glory of God. But then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, it says that God has made Jesus to be sin for us. What that means is Jesus paid the price of your mistakes. Jesus paid the price of your sins. He paid the price of how bad you are. Jesus became your bad. And then later on in verse 21, it says, so that you could become his right. Jesus became your wrong so that you could become his right. So if you feel like you're not good enough for God, don't worry. Jesus is good enough for God. Accept that truth, accept that reality, and then walk from that reality. In Romans chapter eight, we're looking at verse 15 now. It says this, you have not received the spirit of bondage to fear. Say this with me. I refuse to fear. Say this, say this again with me. I refuse to fear. Something so amazing about this truth of being accepted into God's family is this. When you know who your father is and what your father can do for you in your what your father can do for you in your life, you will not fear. No matter what you face, you will not fear. I will not fear. As you learn this reality, think about that. Think about if you had a very rich daddy who was always able to take care of you, who always had your back through the thick and the thin. Think about that. How would you, how would you live every single day? How would you go to bed at night? How would you, 
How would you wake up in the morning? How would you take your tests? How would you talk to your friends? How would you talk to your family if you knew that the God of the universe, the same God that created the skies and the universe, protects you? The same God will keep you from the evil that that is ravaging the world. The same God will show himself strong in your life. Keep reading in Romans chapter 8 and verse 15. It says this, You have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Say this with me. Abba, Father. Say that again with me, wherever you're listening. Abba, Father. Listen, you may not have had everything in God before you gave your life to Jesus. You may feel like you're nothing. You may feel like you're rags. You may feel like your, your sin is too much. You may feel like you're not good enough for God, that, that you're not in a right relationship with God, that you've gotten out because of your sin. Let me tell you, you have been accepted into the beloved and you're not in the household of God because of how perfect you are. Listen to God says to to his son, to his daughter, you're not here because of how good you are. You're here because of how good Jesus is. It's called the free gift of salvation. So to believe on him, to speak him with your mouth, to believe on this truth that God has made you his righteousness is to not believe in your own works, but it's to believe that God has made you free in Christ. And I know what you're thinking, Gabe, if this is true, then then aren't you saying I can just go out and sin even more because God will always forgive? No, no, no. If you will really believe this truth, if you'll really understand it and learn this truth, you will be able to live a righteous life before God because you will know who you are in Christ. You know, someone who's brought into a very rich family is not there because of what they can provide. They're there because of what their family can provide. But as soon as they're brought into that family, they change their mindset. They change their mindset from poor to rich. Let me tell you, you need to change your mindset from sin to righteousness. No longer are you a sinner. You have been made the righteousness of God. What that means when I say righteousness, it means right. Say that with me, right. What right means is when God looks at you, he does not see your sin. He sees the blood of Jesus. When God looks at you, he does not see a sinner. He sees a child. When God looks at you, he does not see someone different than him. He sees a replicate of God's love himself. So I just encourage you with that today as we close this podcast. When you look at yourself in the mirror, see yourself as a child of love himself. The Bible describes God as love. See yourself as a child of love. Say that with me. I am a child of love. Say that with me again. I am a child of love. No matter what you face in your life, no matter what you are going through, no matter what it looks like, you are a child of God. You have been adopted Don't look for other men's approval. Don't look and don't need the girl to like you. Don't need the boy to like you. Don't need the friends to always like you. Know that God likes you. Know that God has your back. Know that God is for you. Know that God always accepts you. You don't need to always have people inviting you to sit at their lunch table. You don't need always to have, you know, if if you have to sit on the floor of cafeteria, don't even feel bad. Know that God is sitting with you right there. I mean, that's just an example. I encourage you to find a friend, go sit with somebody, go make a friend. Go make a friend. You know, so many people say, how can I get more friends? I feel like I don't have any friends. Well, go be a friend. Go be a friend to somebody. Go love someone. Go show them how much you care. Don't wait on someone else to be nice to you. Be nice to someone. You know, it's it's this cycle. So many people are looking for love and attention from other people instead of realizing they've already gotten it from God. I'll explain it like this. If you don't have any money, you're gonna be looking to other people for money. You're gonna be looking to other people for how you can get things. But if you know you have a million dollars in the bank, you're going to be looking to give that out to other people, hopefully. Your mindset shifts when you know what you have. Let me tell you, when you know how much God loves you, you don't need other people to return the love. You just give it out freely. 
Say that with me. Give it out freely. Let's all say that again. Give it out freely. When you know that God has accepted you into his beloved, when you know that according to Romans chapter eight and verse 15, you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. When you truly know that, when you truly recognize and believe that truth, you don't need anyone else to accept you. You don't need anyone else's approval. You don't need anyone else to comment on your post. You don't need any likes on your post. You don't need any text messages back. You have God's text messages back. And while those things are nice and don't get me wrong, it's important to have a community and friends and people in a church and people that care for you. My point is you don't need that to thrive. You see, all you need is God's love and you have it. All you need is God's love and you have it. All you need is God's acceptance and you have it. (laughs) As we close this podcast, just know that I love you so much. God loves you so much. It's not an accident that you found a TikTok video that led you to the Instagram, that led you to the podcast, that led you to the YouTube. It's not an accident that God is speaking to you today. It's not an accident that you found out about God's love. Go and have an awesome day today. Go live your life for him. Go do what he's called you to do. Go show other people the love of Christ. This world will be different because of it. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more, please, please, please head over to the YouTube. You could just search Gabe Perot on YouTube. Just search Gabe Perot on YouTube, where we go live every Sunday night at nine o'clock Eastern. We'll also be going live late night, Friday nights, probably around 10 or 11 central time. I'm not quite sure exactly, but late night, Friday nights, we're gonna be trying to do a live Bible study. On these live streams, I can interact with your comments. I can say hello to you and get to know you more. I'd love for you to join. Be sure to head over to the YouTube, subscribe, turn on your notifications as well for this podcast. Go to your settings, turn on notifications. If you would like as well, feel free to follow my Instagram. It's just Gabe underscore Perot. On the Instagram, I post behind the scenes content, Uh, content to help you more in your relationship with God, comments, interactions. I love getting your feedback, all that good stuff. So head over to my Instagram. It's just Gabe underscore pro. Final thing, if you would like to support my ministry that God has called me to do to preach this gospel, uh, if this ministry has touched you in any way or you want to help it reach more people, if you would like, you can visit carrychrist.org. And there's two buttons. There's a merch button where you can uh, purchase merch if you would like make Jesus viral. Then there's a donate button that you can donate as well. If you would like to, again, it's just carrychrist.org. Thank you so much to anyone who has done that. Those funds go to a separate bank account where we're setting it up to, for the ministry. So to preach the gospel for microphones, for cameras, for labor, to put time into it, all that good stuff for websites, content creation, to preach the gospel to more people. Thank you so much to anyone who has chosen to do that. Know that God loves you. I love you so much. God has such a perfect and amazing plan for your life. I'll see you this Sunday night on the YouTube. You can also follow the TikTok as well. It's just Gabe underscore Perot. As many of you already came there from there. But anyways, I love you so much. Have an amazing day today. Go love some people. (laughs) Hashtag make Jesus viral. Whoop, whoop.